Today, I drop bombs on why your story matters to you and nobody else's story should matter. We get deep into some childhood trauma and how it affects you as you get older. So stay tuned as we get real with me, your host, Vikram Deol. Welcome to Be Real. This is a podcast that's for people who are tired of hearing all the garbage out there, tired of the Instagram posts about people being fake. It's time to get real with yourself and stop feeling like an imposter. I'm your host, Vikram Deol, and today that's exactly what we're going to do. So stay tuned, subscribe, leave a comment, and share with your friends. Let's go. Hey, how's it going? This is Vikram Diol, and today I decided to go on a solo podcast. I decided to share a little bit about my story with you because I wanted you to get a better understanding of myself and why I started this podcast, Be Real. I started this podcast because I wanted us to have a safe place to share our story. I wanted us to have a safe place to be vulnerable. I wanted us to have a safe place where we could turn our shame into fame. And I saw years ago, because I was part of that crowd, I saw people that were always covering up. We were using things and items to shield us, to block the pain, to not let people in and see our real, true, authentic self. Because even though we say, even though we say, even though we say, all the time, that we don't have walls up. Many of us hide. We hide behind our clothes or our job or our education or our successes. We hide behind our failures sometimes so that we don't have to go back out into the world and try again. But a lot of us were masked up before the pandemic. A lot of us were scared to come out and share ourselves and then the pandemic hit and we all got to put masks on our face. And I had been working so hard to say demasked. I had worked for years to finally let the walls down and let people in and see my real self. And then they want me to cover up. They want me to cover up after all the work that I had done to finally be happy with who I was. See, not all of us have the cookie cutter life, even though that's what it appears from the outside. See, we all probably have some childhood traumas that we don't know about. We're programmed in life from zero to six years old. We're programmed about money and relationships and finance and our fitness levels. We're programmed by the people around us, the people we look up to, the older kids in the neighborhood, our parents, our siblings. We're programmed by the bus driver, the teacher, right? The teacher that says you're going to be amazing or the teacher that said you're never going to amount to anything have impact on us. And even though I grew up in a nice house, even though I grew up in a upper middle class neighborhood, even though I grew up in a situation where by most People, even my closest friends, they would say, Vikram, you didn't have a tough life. You don't know what it's like to live on the other side of the tracks. 
You don't know what it's like to not have a mom and dad at home. You don't know what it's like to have no money. You don't know what it's like to have no food. You never had to suffer. And just remember, we all have a story. So I'll tell you one of mine. When I was in sixth grade, my parents wanted to send us to boarding school in India. Now, we weren't born in India. We are Indian. But they wanted to send us to school in India. The challenge with that is that the school we ended up with, or ended up at, wasn't the greatest of schools. It was a school that was dirty. It was a school that was falling apart. It was a school full of corruption. It was a school where we used to get the crap beat out of us. It was a school that had lousy food, oftentimes no food, or food that you wouldn't consume. It was a school where my cousins had joined, and two weeks after they showed up, their grandparents showed up and said, these kids are not staying in this school, and they were pulled out immediately. But my older brother and I stayed there for a year. And it made me tough, but it also somewhat screwed me up because I felt at a young age that I wasn't worthy of a safe environment. Right? Maybe if my cousins didn't go there and I didn't watch them leave and I had to stay when I wanted to go with them, right? maybe if they would have taken me with them instead of leaving me there, maybe my life would have turned out a little bit differently. But in my eyes, at that point, as we're eating food with bugs in it, we're picking around the bread, we're eating top ramen that's dry with the packages because we didn't have anything else. We had to hustle the kids outside of the boarding school. They would throw up these little dumplings from Nepal and we would throw them money. But we didn't get to see them every day. And sometimes we got caught. And if we got caught, we got beat. When we left that school, it was so bad that my uncle that lived up the street came with the, with the uh, police chief and pulled a gun on the gate guard and said, I don't need to sign these kids out. These are my kids. Right, That's what a man does. He protects those who can't protect themselves. And I remember we rolled out in a five-star general or a four-star general's Jeep in the back seats. And I don't remember if I had tears in my eyes, but I imagine that I did. I just remember being a little, little skinny Indian boy leaving that school where my uncle felt the need to pull a pistol on the people there because it was so corrupt, it was so bad. Now, you can be a victim or you can be a victim or victor, but you can't be both. You can be a victim or a victor, but you can't be both. I probably toughened up a lot because of that school, but as I got older, some of those feelings of inadequacy of that I'm not lovable and that I'm not important and that I don't matter and that I can't be in a safe place. I have to eat this. You know, I would guard my food. I still guard my food. If you watch me eat, I guard my food. I put my left hand and my right hand around my plate often because I go back to the time when we guarded our food because if we had something good, the bigger kids would come and steal it because they were hungry too. And so... Remember that we all have a story. Remember, your story is just as important as anybody else's. 
right? Just because Eminem grew up in a trailer park with no mom and white trash and right. Doesn't mean that his story is more or less than yours. The question is, is what do we do with those stories? How do we get through to the next level? How do we elevate ourselves so that we can turn our shame into fame? Right. It, it, it's shameful for me sometimes to share this story with people. Right. Sometimes I think, oh, my God, what will people think about my family? What will people think about my mom? Why would my mom let this happen? Well, she didn't have a choice. Maybe she did, but she didn't exercise it. Maybe she didn't because, you know, she, she was a woman and she didn't want to go against the man in the household. Because that's how it was back in the day. I don't know. I don't know. But remember, your story is just as important to everybody else because your story is you. Your story is yours. Your story is all about what happened to you. And even though something worse happened to other people, and that might be your, your saving grace of, well, it could have been worse. I got it good you still need to work through your trauma. In order for you to get to the highest level of success with your family, your friends, your fitness, your finances, your relationships, your spouses, you at some point have to work through the trauma. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to work through the stuff that sucked in life. We're here to work through the hard times. We're here because Some of us are more screwed up than others. Some of us have more crap going on in our world that others don't. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you having some things you need to work on. Right? Just like when you cut your skin, your body heals it. The same way as you were cut up as a little kid, your mind needs to be healed. So many of us walk around this world with these childhood programs that we don't even know about. We don't even know that we have childhood programming. We think we're adults, but we're, we're really just broken kids. One of my best friends refuses to buy an expensive product because his parents would tell him, and he makes plenty of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, great investments, very secure financially. He says, I can't buy these things because in his mind, his parents were asset rich, cash poor. And in his mind, he still hasn't broken that barrier where he's not just asset rich, has multiple properties, rentals, investments in the stock market. He's also cash rich because he's intelligent with his money. But he can't make those purchases because he was told he's asset rich, cash poor. This beautiful woman that I know is single. And she says, and and I hear this from a lot of women because I'm single. And as I date, a lot of women say, we don't need a man. We don't need anybody else. We're independent women. I said, how's that working out for you? Because I need a woman. I want a woman. I want to connect with somebody. I want to have somebody in my bed when I wake up in the morning. I want to have somebody in my bed when I go to sleep at night. And I know that I, I know that I need a woman in my life for many things, 
companionship for somebody to help me have children with for somebody to protect so i feel good about myself sometimes we need that other person but some of us are taught as a young age because of the situation that others were in that we don't need these things and those are just traumas that need to get healed they're traumas that we need to fix because, you know, let's say your mom was in an abusive relationship. Well, of course, she's going to tell her daughter, you don't need a man and be independent. But she's not saying, maybe she's not saying you don't need a man. Maybe she's saying you need to pick men more wisely. I don't know. I wasn't there. A lot of us suffer in silence and we don't even know why. And it comes back to our childhood programming. So it comes back to the things that happened when we were very young. It comes back to the things that happened when we were just kids. It could have been the passing of the school bus teacher. Oh my God, you're wearing that outfit? And as a kid, that could be the worst thing ever. And then everybody laughs at you. And then you don't feel worthy to be around people of your own age. There's so many things that we go through in life. And sometimes we have to pull back the curtain and look at it. Not everybody goes through it, right? That's the thing that I've realized in life. I thought we all had to go through it. Some of us have gotten through our childhood traumas. Some of us didn't get affected by the childhood traumas because we had a strong union. We had a strong village that raised us and supported us and gave us the confidence. You know, one of the biggest things that I, that I was blessed with was that my parents were tough on me. They did make me resilient. They did push me. They didn't make my life easy, right? I don't know if they did that on purpose or not, but they didn't make my life easy. And that figuring out of things gave me confidence at a young age, right? I remember when I was in high school, after we just got back from India, lunch was like 2 or $3. I think it was like $3, maybe two fifty. And my dad gave me 50 cents short for lunch. Now, my mom would make up the money most of the times, but sometimes, you know, in your mind, you're like, nope, I only got 10 bucks. I got to figure out how to make the additional money, even though I knew mom would give it for me. But my dad was a person I seek approval and love from. And so in one regards, it made me go out and hustle, wash cars, you know, plant plants in the neighborhood, babysit kids. My buddies and I started hustling weed and beer when we were kids. So we started selling drugs in high school, right? Because I needed to hustle. And that's what all the rappers did. And that's what I listened to was rap music. So they sold weed, I sold weed. And then I loved cars. So, you know, anytime I washed a car, I got to drive it around the block. Even though I was a young kid, I got to drive the car around the block and I got to deliver it to the people down the street. And so even though I might've only been 14 or 15, I got to drive cars, which I thought was super cool. So I washed cars, I would detail them. 50 bucks here, 20 bucks there, 100 bucks here. But you learn to hustle. And then as I got older, some of the words that had been said to me started to come back in my life. And some of the teasing that people did to me started to eat at me. And I started to lose my confidence. I started to lose my stride. Got in some trouble, ended up in jail, got a divorce. Some things that my parent, my dad had said to me kind of fudged me up pretty hard. And I ended up going into a feeling of inadequacy again. And it took me a couple of years to get out of it. 
It was hard. It was tough. It was scary. It was scary. I'm not going to lie. It was scary. I was scared every day for many years. As a grown man, I went back to being a child. I went back to the fear of being laughed at and being told I wasn't good enough. Told by Heidi's mom that I'd never amount to anything. I started to believe it. Started to believe it. And you know what? A lot of us go through those things in life. So I want to let you know from my perspective that you are worthy. You are good enough and you do belong. You deserve to have the abundance. Just like the sand at the beach, you can have as much money as you want. You deserve to have the love. Just like the water in the ocean. It never ends. You can take as much of it as you want. You'll never take enough. You deserve to have the, the relationships that you want. You deserve to have the fitness you want, the body you want, the health you want, the lifestyle you want. You deserve the family, the fitness, the finances, the fun, the fulfillment. You deserve it all. Some of us have more work to do than others. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean you're bad. Some of us have a past, jail, divorce, right? Some of us have a longer past. That doesn't mean that that defines who you are. Remember, at the end of the day, you are who you want to be today, tomorrow. The choices you make today will choose who you become tomorrow. Maybe you were a bad person that did stupid things when you were younger. It's okay. It's okay. We're allowed to make mistakes in life. Maybe you did really silly things, really stupid things when you were younger, but that's what you knew how to do. You were only that mature at that time. That doesn't mean you have to keep making them today. You're going to make other mistakes in life. Don't, 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 don't get it twisted. We're going to make mistakes. But as long as your heart beats, as long as your eyes open, as long as the blood flows through your body, you're loved. You might not know it, but you're loved by the most important one entity out there. God. Whatever God means to you, source energy, Jesus, Allah, whatever it means to you, you're loved. That's why your heart still beats. And as long as that heart of yours beats, you have a mission here on this planet. Maybe you don't know it yet, and that's okay. Just remember, you have a mission. And that mission is powerful. And I want you to know that even in my worst times, I still love myself. It's not always easy. Because I go back to the shame of being divorced and being in jail and walking away from my businesses. I go back to the feeling of being a loser sometimes. But remember, when you embrace it, you can turn your shame into fame. And you should have no, no, no thoughts in your mind that you're not worthy. Because as long as that heart of yours beats, the most important entity in this universe still loves you. I hope you're having an amazing day. 
I hope you're an amazing, amazing place. And if you're not, that's okay. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to others. Reach out to somebody. Don't suffer in silence. I hope you have a blessed day. And I'll talk to you next week. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Be Real. It's truly a pleasure to serve. I encourage you to like this, comment on this, share this with a friend or a loved one, because every day that we do that, we're just keeping it real. As always, be real, everybody.